0: Excuse us, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) One, two. Hey
1: everyone, and welcome to another Yogi Misfit Sessions. My name is Danny Pomploon, and I am your host. Today I'm coming at you with Session 57, and I've got my nearest and dearest friend, Kim Bauman, on the show. She is the creator of the One Love Movement, which is a nonprofit based out of San Diego where I used to live, Um, but it's all about activating uh, yogis for uh, support and social justice, so we help homeless youth here in San Francisco and San Diego and all over the world, actually. It's a great, great, great foundation. I'm super excited to have her on the show today. Guys, go check out our friends over at Seawall House. Seawall House has been offering ongoing yoga retreats since 1997, every year from May to October, a fabulous time of the year to be in the pristine beauty of Northern Maine. Owner Donna Davidge purchased her great-grandfather's National Historic Home where young Theodore Roosevelt was healed of asthma, learning from the deep woods and lakes of Northern Maine with his guide. Davidge's great-grandfather, William Seawall. Seawall proved a mentor and became a lifetime friends of the future president. The legacy continues with daily yoga, meditation, sauna, massage, great food, amazing nature outings, including wilderness parks, large lakes, waterfalls, and magic Mount Kathedon, with small personalized classes. Set in a tiny New England town, the retreat offers a real step away from the stresses of daily life. Davich has been teaching yoga in New York City since the mid-1980s. Check out the retreat website and TripAdvisor reviews at www.seawallhouse.com. That's www.seawallhouse.com. They've also been featured in Yoga Journal, Travel and Leisure, and Shape Magazine. I highly recommend you check out the amazing Brett Larkin's online yoga teacher training. Brett is not only one of the best yoga teachers I know, having taught at companies like Google and Pinterest, she's also an online juggernaut with people consuming over 3 million minutes of her YouTube content each month. Brett offers the most respected and interactive online yoga teacher training courses that gives a flexible way for you to become a registered yoga teacher and really change your life. The truly great thing about studying online is that it offers so much more flexibility and allows you to learn at your own pace. Plus, once you sign up, the resources are yours to keep forever. Although it's online, it's still intimate and personalized to your own needs. As you send in pictures and videos of you doing poses and course guides send you specific feedback. What I especially love about this course is that it offers a module specifically on how to get jobs teaching yoga after you complete the program plus brett shares her secrets on how to gain an online following so you can become your own online yoga teacher and remember those of you that are already teachers can take the program at a discounted rate for continuing education credits with brett so head over to brettlarkin.com forward slash danny again that's brettlarkincom forward slash danny which is linked in the show notes below to download the brochure that has tons of information on the course and how you can transform your life in just a few short months and don't forget to use the coupon code danny when you sign up to get a hundred dollars off the course Yup, that's one hundred dollars off the course if you use the coupon code danny d-a-n-n-i And last but not least, if you love the show, please leave a review. Please, please, please leave a review. It really, really, really helps promote the show, and it really helps get other people to uh, get their eyes on the show, because it helps us go up in the iTunes ratings. Um, Yeah, so if you love the show, please take a moment out to write a review. We greatly appreciate it. Without further ado, here is session 57. Hello, Kim Bauman.
0: Hello, Danny Pompoon.
1: Should we do what we were doing before we started the podcast? Hello, Kim. <laughs> so Kim, and I just, Kim and I just got off a little debrief phone call from One Love San Francisco. And we talked about actually, we talked about all the things One Love.
0: We did. We talked about all things One Love for sure.
1: Kim, One Love, we're doing it.
0: <laughs> we are, man. You're doing it.
1: You're doing it
0: i am like blessed more than ever to have you i don't even know i don't think you know i'm afraid you're not gonna know it
1: no i totally i, I mean i i know it and i feel it i still like well so at the one little event here i was telling everyone i was like i remember you know me and kim who started this like sitting at the desk being like we need to do something big with our yoga like we should help people and i was like yeah and that inspired me and then i saw your first event and i was like okay, I should probably do something. And then, you know, kind of just grew and grew and grew. And, you know, finally, when I moved up here, I was like, I think I need to do something with my yoga.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I felt like it was like a natural, uh, because of how you are so into becoming self-aware and becoming your best person, I feel like it was the perfect thing to propel you because you created your own community through that.
1: Yeah, I mean, thank you, but you're you're making it sound like I'm a good person.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Little do I know. Little do, Little do know. you know. Yeah. You're a very good egg.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and now you just took it and ran with it, and now you have this huge um, one love community
1: that you create. Well, listen, I like getting shit done, as do you. I mean, we're definitely get shit done-ers. Um We are. But- you know, if it wasn't for, I mean, you know, my story, if it wasn't for yoga, if it wasn't for you when you were like, yeah, Danny, you should be a teacher. Like I probably wouldn't be where I'm at. I would probably be still be drunk working at a bar and doing all the drugs in the world and, and not living like, <laughs> you know, and not living like my best life, you know, when, yeah. you know, it was so funny. Like all of you guys were kind of sitting back being like, he's going to be a teacher. Watch. We're going to make him a teacher.
0: <laughs> <laughs> The, the behind the scenes conversations that happen, huh?
1: Oh, totally. Totally.
0: <laughs> I love it. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> how, how are you feeling now? Like with one love and, and where it's come and you know, like I know the story of one love and I know your, your story, like, you know, you were, you were an orphan and you were, I mean, this, this work has deeply impacted your life. Like
0: mm-hmm.
1: what, what's like, I guess when you started doing this work, what, what, or the biggest shifts and changes that you've seen in yourself?
0: Ooh, that's a really good question. I don't think anyone's ever asked me that before.
1: Boom. You Thank heard it here first. You. <laughs> are my ex- personal exclusive. What are the
0: shifts <laughs> I felt from starting this? Oh gosh. Okay. So the, one of the first things that comes to mind is, um, I just feel like I matter. um, I know that, uh, and I still struggle with it, even though I know it's not true, but it's a story, you know, but Mm -hmm. I know that pre one love, so that would would have been eight years ago. Um, I definitely, I struggled largely. I think I had a really good nine year stretch, even longer than that. But in terms of like my adulthood, it was a strong nine years of, um, just having no direction just being aimless in life uh not knowing what i liked not knowing what i was passionate about not knowing what i wanted to do even the next day just being super super lost and um and feeling like i didn't have a space in the world to make a difference i just thought like i was going to be one of those people that um, just kind of floated through life, but wasn't impacting anything. Um, and so I, I had thought that was who I was going to be. And that, that made me really upset. And that broke my heart that like, that's kind of the path I was on was this path of, of just feeling super lost. And so by far, as far as like doing this work, uh, the number one thing that I have received is just a feeling of contribution and purpose and, um, and giving because I, I feel that that's why I was so upset for so long, you know, like underneath everything while I was deeply unhappy is because I wanted to, I wanted to give and I wanted to contribute beyond what I was doing, but I had no idea what that would be or how that would look or what I would be doing. It was, completely just i just even if i just talking about it danny makes me feel sad for myself because i can feel that and sad for people who might have been in my own shoes or who might be in my shoes or have been in my shoes you know now and they feel lost i feel i feel sad for that because i so know what it's like to um feel like you're aimless in life and Mm -hmm whatever you do, nothing sticks, whatever you say, people don't hear you, whatever you try to do, people tell you, no, um, I know what that's like. And so I have a lot of, um, heartbreak around that personally. And so I feel like I can easily slip into, um, being, feeling just super compassionate and empathetic towards, um, people that I might see that in.
1: How do you, I guess, you know, now, you know, Eight years later, and now feeling a little more complete, I, I guess, or more with purpose. Like, how do, how do you how do you share that to the people that may be going through the same thing, and maybe that's directly or indirectly? I know that's not necessarily like mm-hmm. a big part of it, but I think I think that what we forget is like <clears throat> when you are going through something, right? And you may not necessarily say, "Hey, this is what it is." You right. know, everybody, these these are my problems, but. <laughs> And then you, you know what I mean? Well, we know those people, but (laughs) we've got, we've got some mutual friends like that. Um, But, you know, when you come out of the other side of that, I think people recognize that and they see the change and they see the shift in you. And I guess my question is, how do you, how do you share that with others? You know, is it something that you're open about that you're like, yeah, this work changed me or or do you just let what you do kind of be the conversation?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, so part of our like even though one love one love movement is about advancing social justice for kids our mission is to bring people together and to create a space that we hope they would feel something for something that tugs at their own heart that would cause them to want to take action Mm -hmm. and so like to answer your question, that's what it would be is like, people don't necessarily have to get on board with what I'm doing or what you're doing. I just want people to get on board with what's right for them. And so that could mean something within their family that could mean something with their kids that could mean, you know, um, volunteering at a dog shelter. I mean, I don't even know what that would be. But that could be it could look so many ways. And I think that um, it's important that people find what is at the heart of their own service and their own truth, because that's, what's going to be the thing that they'll stick to and that they'll show up time and time again for each day. And so it's more so just like, uh, trusting that there's something there for you to slide into. That is your purpose. That is your truth. That is worth your energy and your time. And I think that it's easy to, you know, I do this, I was doing this just earlier in the week where my whole focus was around comparing myself to what everyone else is doing. And just like (laughs) me, I just got so down and out. And so I think that it's like, um, you know, like when you can recognize that those types of tendencies are superhuman and we all share that, then I think that it like, it starts to lighten the load on you feeling that you have to be at a certain place in your life right now, or you have to, you know, I'm 40 years old. I wish I should have had kids by now, or I should have um, done, you know, created that product by now that I've been so passionate about. So I think that like when you start to get a, get more or have more space for your own, your own humanness, then I think that the outcome of that is, um, is like a lighter truth to yourself because you're not spending all this time beating yourself up for what you should have been doing at this point or getting mad at yourself because you don't know what you're doing or, you know, things like that. And so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, does that kind of answer? I feel like I'm starting to ramble now.
1: <laughs> that's okay. That's, that's, uh, that's when the good stuff comes out. <laughs> yeah. Did you, um, did you ever like, I mean, so your last event had what, like 700 people?
0: Um, 600.
1: Yeah. 600 people. Okay. The first event had how many? 50, 100?
0: Our first event had 200 people.
1: 200. Wow. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. I
0: can't, but did I, I did it when no one was doing events outside, yoga events outside. So uh, we like, oh, yeah. this thing yoga outside.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that was in
0: 2011 when like that wasn't really happening. So
1: yeah. Yeah, that's why
0: it's harder what, today to get people to your events. So there's like an outdoor event every day.
1: That's true, especially in yeah, San Diego, exactly. I guess. Too. What um, what is the biggest change you think from the first event to this last event that you hosted? In not just like not in one love, in in the event, like in, in the spirit of it, like what have you noticed? You know, like the community, the teaching, like what what has really shifted that you can like. It's tangible. Every time you see it, you're just like, "Wow!"
0: I would say the degree to which people feel uplifted,
1: hmm. like
0: that's the first thing that comes to my mind. Like I feel that that um, there's an energy at our events where people just feel like they're a part of something that matters, mm-hmm. and um, and that's the purpose. Like that's the intention: is that we want people to leave feeling like they were a part of something even if they just bought a ticket and showed up like that's think if every if everyone thought it doesn't matter if I show up we would have put on this awesome event and nobody would have been there. And right. so if everyone has that mindset then we're all screwed. And so if, when you start to see that you showing up matters then you're going to show up more in life and it's going to become a ripple effect. If you think you don't matter then that will become a ripple effect too where you the more the more you don't show up you won't time and time again and you'll get comfortable doing that and then you're going to start to you know have that be evidence that oh it doesn't matter anyways if i'm there or not
1: oh my god you that know? needs to go on <laughs> that needs to go on a quote somewhere <laughs>
0: it's like building it's, so a, true. it's like building a case why you don't matter like see yeah. i knew if i didn't go to that it wasn't going to matter anyways just like it's like we build cases to prove ourselves yeah. right or wrong about stuff,
1: and which is complete bullshit. I mean, in mm-hmm. so many ways and levels, but that's brilliant. Like, I, I didn't even think about that. I, I, God, now my head's spinning on like the whole like you, when you show up to this event, it ma- it matters that you're there, and probably if it matters that you're there, it matters that you show up in life in general. It like that's does. huge.
0: But you don't get you you don't get that. Like, if you don't get that, you won't show up. Cause you don't think that other people care that you're there and you don't care yourself that you're there.
1: I couldn't, I mean, I couldn't agree with you more about like, like the, maybe me as a teacher maybe as a facilitator in that context for this last event here, but like how I personally was really taken back by the community. I was like, Holy shit. We've got 300 people in this room and everyone is just grooving and feeling and loving and oming and chanting. Mm-hmm. And like, I was so taken back by how important it was that we were there together. Does that make sense? Like, like the the like, I know that it was it was good for me to be there and to host this event, but I was really blown away by like how important it was for us as a community to come together.
0: Yes,
1: that really. I mean, I was a. Tra- I don't know if you heard. I was a train wreck, by the way, when I was teaching. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally was. I was like, inhale. <laughs> Right
0: <laughs> but it's because we rise by lifting others like
1: oh my god we're yeah together
0: and everyone's there for the right the the same purpose and yeah. be a part of something like it, that's what it comes down to is like you were like a train wreck because you were a part of something and exactly. not only that, Exa- but you yeah. created that for other people and maybe you thought um I, I don't know what you were thinking but maybe you thought like that that many people wouldn't have showed up or maybe you thought, and they did, you know? And so I think that no matter who you are, or what you say, I think that at the heart of it, that we just all want to belong to something.
1: And it's funny that you say, like, I created that for like the community because I, I honestly think it was the other way around. Like when I was up there, you know, kind of seeing it, like they created, everyone being there and coming together created something beautiful for me. It created like more hope and, you know, more, I just uh, more, more hope in, in general and also like more fire under my butt to keep doing what I'm doing. You know, mm-hmm. I always laugh and giggle. Like I never want to teach at my events. <laughs> i <I've> always been <laughs> like, I just want to like host it and like hang out and be like, cool. Okay. Bye. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. That's funny. I always
1: like, It's, yeah, it's, I feel like it does, it speaks for itself on its own. And even the teachers that come and support it, like, you know, it's fun to, of course, it's fun to teach there. Like, don't get me wrong. Like there's, I'm I'm a Leo. Are you kidding? I get to sit and talk in front of a bunch of people on the stage. It's, you know, that's, there's an, there's an ego part to it. I would be bullshitting. I would be bullshitting everybody if I said there wasn't an ego part Uh, to it. I agree. Let's keep, let's keep it real. Oh yeah. But I know that at the end of it, it comes down to like the impact, you know, and like you know like reminding people that like when when they do come together like that when they do you know step outside of their own way to help other people's out like you really are turning in you turning your compassion into action like mm-hmm. you're doing something about it mm-hmm. showing up to a yoga paying the 25 or 30 35 dollars that you paid or whatever it was for for you know your ticket to come in and to support other people that's fucking huge mm-hmm. and people don't think it's that big but it really is it
0: is It is
1: because it has, it has an impact, you know, it has an impact on, it has an impact on when you leave and you feel great leaving that event and you tell, you tell your friends and they're like, oh, wow, you feel great doing that event, like supporting others. Maybe I should do that, you know, or when you leave feeling whole or complete or something, you know, came up for you and that gives you more permission to connect with someone in your life or to practice forgiveness for yourself, whatever it is that comes up, like that's big and that's worth, like that's worth you know, more money than anyone can afford. I think when you have those moments in life, you know, because of something like this or whatever it is, you know, like I think that that's worth and that's that's worth a million dollars in my in
0: right. My and people just want to be connected to other people.
1: Yeah, and at the then, end of the day, yeah. yeah, we we all want to feel like we belong, and we all want to feel like we're a part of something, and you know, we all want to feel like we're being witnessed, you know, in life. Yeah,
0: and I always like sort of like for myself, I'll equate it to sometimes like pretend like if we all have a um, plastic bottle, a bottle of water. And if mm-hmm. we all think like, if all of us thought, Oh, it's just one bottle. I can put it in the trash versus the recycle bin. Mm-hmm. Then think about how many people, how many, how much plastic would go into the wastelands. And so it's like, we just don't always see like the, the um, we don't always see how everything adds up. And we think that, mm-hmm in this great big world with billions of people that we could easily disappear and not show up, but that's not how it is because you've got so many people within your bubble, within your space. And so I I think too, it's just like having people understand that for themselves.
1: Right. Right. What do you think is next for one love? Like where, like where in your wildest dreams are you like, okay, this This is next. This is where I want to go.
0: Oh man. That's a really big question. So I don't plan ahead I don't plan much ahead. Mm-hmm. Um I more just have like I'll have like random dreams or thoughts about stuff when I'm driving or I'm in the shower. Um like so I don't have like a five year goal or a ten year goal or even a one year goal. But I I think like what I want is to be a brand that is impacting people all over, not just San Diego, not just San Francisco, but people all over to be a part of something that matters. And then Mm -hmm. having those people go into their direct communities, their families, their workspaces, and to show up differently for those people. And so, so whatever, however it, however we can get there to do that is what I want to keep capitalizing on. And, you know, I have like my own personal goals, but as far as, um, the, the big vision of one love, that's what I want. Is it for it to be everywhere?
1: Yeah. I mean, (laughs) totally (laughs) world peace. I I said, and also world peace.
0: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh man.
1: That's what was the what was the hardest part about One Love? About like creating it?
0: Um. Oh gosh, it's all hard.
1: <laughs>
0: it's all so much work. It's hard. Um,
1: Dude, I know. It just fall my lap,
0: like people think. People are like, "Oh, everything just happens." No, it doesn't.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I'm it's behind, a
0: lot of work. In my little shoebox of an apartment, I'm working my ass off. Um, yeah. you know, I would say the heart. What was the question again? What's the hardest part?
1: What's what's the hardest part about One Love?
0: The hardest part about One Love is how to, uh, how to get involved with making things happen that I want to happen. So if I want this particular event to happen, if I want a certain person at the event to be like a keynote, how can I make that happen? That's the hardest thing for me is um, when I've got my eye on something. Mm-hmm. Is I'm not sure how to get from where I am to that space. Mm. So getting from A to B, it's like overwhelms me, and um, the hows for sure. How do I get there? What do I do next? Um, and because sometimes I, I've had to train myself to, because I'm such a visionary. I've had to train myself to not be to not look at the full big picture quite as often because mm-hmm. the big picture is what overwhelms me and then I I stopped. I get stopped in fear because I feel like it's never going to happen because I don't know how to get mm-hmm. there. It's too big. And so I have to train my mind to step back each day and to just look at okay, what can I do today? Okay. I can Google this and then I can email this person. I can email that person and that person. And that puts me in the direction of where I want to go, even though I have no idea if it's going to be, if it's going to hit or if it's going to land, but at least it feels in the moment, like that's a good step towards what I want. Um, yeah. So that definitely yeah. the house are um, I, like right now I'm stopped by a million housed, how to get theirs. And so it makes me not, uh, it, it, it makes it a lot harder for me to take action.
1: I think it's nice to remember though, Kim, when you get stuck, you got people that are on your side, you know, we're, we're all here backing you up when you get there.
0: Yeah, for sure. I agree. Our <laughs> community, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, dude. I mean, yeah, We're not, it alone. It- we're not,
0: not in it I'm by ourselves.
1: Sometimes it's, you know, sometimes we forget that and it's easy to forget that, you know, like the, like, especially when you're feeling like that loan or that stuck, that area of being stuck, like it's hard to write an email or send a text or like the phone feels like it's a million pounds.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: (laughs) But again, it wouldn't happen unless we all came, like, you know, the things that you've created wouldn't happen unless, you know, your community came and backed you up, which they have clearly done eight years in a row. Yeah,
0: that is for sure. Thank you for saying that.
1: Mm, kim well i mean i adore you but you know that already
0: <laughs> i adore you i think i adore you more
1: <laughs> i think i adore you a little more it's, it's a fine.
0: competition
1: <laughs> i win <laughs> <laughs> Who adores who most? <laughs> i um i just want to say you know thank you for one um inspiring me personally to you know better myself as a human um you know for giving me a platform and a space to to take my yoga to actually you know help other people i know that you don't see it that way sometimes, or maybe you haven't recognized it fully, or maybe I think that anyway, but like you really have inspired me to do so much more than just be a yoga teacher.
0: Oh um,
1: yeah. It's, it's really cool thank actually. You, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. I appreciate it. And, and thank you for continuing to host your events and you know, I God knows how much money we've raised so far with one love. It's just so cool that we're doing something good for ourselves and good for other people.
0: Yeah. Isn't it just feel the best. It's like I it's, feel like sometimes selfish. I'm like I'm really doing this for myself because I need yeah. to feel good about my because that's what makes me feel good.
1: Yeah, but then again, we're all doing it, you know. Like we're all we're. It's funny because we're all in that. Like I'm doing this because I want to feel good. Right. Yeah.
0: It's like this is what feeds my heart, so I'm gonna do it for myself. But then it's actually yeah. gonna help other people, which is nice. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> well, it has been a a uh, a great journey um, with one love with you. And I'm so excited to see what we're going to cook up and, and, and what's going to happen in San Francisco and what other big cities we end up taking this to. But yeah, I, I'm just so thankful to, to have you as a friend and obviously to have you on the show today. It's been such a gift.
0: Thanks, Danny. I'm so honored. I love you to pieces
1: thanks let's just keep doing that i I love you
0: (laughs) no i love you
1: (laughs) i often like you know people on the show are like people that i know or like get to know you know and so i feel like it's always like just like no you're great no you're great (laughs) my friend lizzie
0: she calls it a gratitude battle
1: Oh, that's awesome. Like we're gonna get
0: into a battle about who's more grateful for the other person.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, here we go again, another gratitude yeah. battle. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's so that's funny. It's so true though. It's a great way to it put is, it. Huh? <laughs> until uh until the next Yogi Misfit session, this is Danny and Kim Bauman, both from One Love, saying peace out. And guys, don't forget to head over to www.seawallhouse.com. That's house.com to check out Donna Davidge's beautiful yoga retreat in northern Maine and all the great stuff they've got going on like daily yoga, meditation, sauna, massages, great food, and all the amazing nature that surrounds it. So go check it out. You won't be disappointed. Plus, make sure you go to brettlarkin.com forward slash Danny to download the brochure that has all the information you need on our online teacher training course. And use the coupon code Danny, that's D-A-N-N-I, when you sign up to get $100 off. Until next time, peace out.